Welcome to episode 18. Uh, I'm Robert Penner. This is Old Head Young Minds. I'm Robert Penner. And this, yeah, a little bit. I don't know what the fuck just happened. What did I, okay. Take, two, oh my take God. four. Yeah, no, never mind. Just, we like it like natural. <laughs> We're not redoing that. No, we're not. We're just going to let you look like... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm Allison Fine. <laughs> and today we have a guest. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, you I'm uh, DJ Jamar from uh, Northwest Noise. So, uh, I think we sent you this in the outline. We always start with a little check-in uh, called You Good. Okay. Uh, let's start with you today. Let's start with our guest. We never start with our guest. Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Do you want to elaborate on that? Um, I've you been going through a lot. I think um, just at, at, on a personal level, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a young man. I was actually diagnosed with heart failure um, a couple months back, and I'm just kind of, you know what I'm saying, dealing with that. And I'm blessed. I, I feel grateful every single day it's just to kind of, you know, get up and and move around and, and just, you know what I'm saying, do the little things, you know what I'm saying, when, the, when those things are taken, kind of taken from you. I think us as people, we kind of um, take that for granted. So I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm here today. I don't feel like he is <clears throat> morally superior to us at this point. Because <laughs> we'd be like, oh, my neck hurts. Right. I'm not that I'm good. Like, I know. I'm like, damn. Um, Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. That's it? Just no. you good? We just did, you know, I know y'all see these weekly, but we just did one episode. Now we're on this episode. Yeah, this is our second episode. For the day. So we do back to back. Because we have, um, you know, same time. Especially when we have guests. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we have, you know, busy schedules ourselves. So um, this episode will come out on the 1st of November. Yeah. Just to be, uh, just so everybody's mindful of when this comes out. Okay. Um. Which I will take a second to um, say that I, well, I guess, am I good? Did you ask that? I don't even know. Are you good? Oh, okay, Are you good? Cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I don't, I just don't remember if you did. <laughs> legitimately. Um, uh, yeah, I'm good. But I will say, because this episode is coming out on the 1st of November, that uh, Tuesday the 7th um, is uh, election day. So wherever you are, please go vote because uh, there's school board races and there are city council races that um, people, um, you know, they're, they're important races. So yeah, please I think we do, forget do your about education. Those, yeah. um, I mean, I don't come yeah. from where I come from in terms of right. politics, but I don't talk about politics too much yeah. on the pod. But please go vote. If you're not registered, if you don't, you should have already got your mm-hmm. ballot. If you don't, call your local um, elections office and mm-hmm. figure out how to vote because voting is important. Yeah. So wherever you are, um, in many, many, many states, other states have different primary, I mean, different election days, but this is, you know, the yeah. one in Washington, um, uh, it's important, mm-hmm. especially those school board races, because like I know in federal way where, where, uh, Jamar and I live, there's some crazy fucking people running for school board right now. It's, um, we don't talk about it on here because we don't talk much politics, but one of the ways that like the crazy Trump right is trying to like infiltrate politics is through the schools. Oh, okay. And so like because they they're considered like low level elections and easier to get into, and they're mm. usually there's not a lot of financial barriers about like because um, you have to pay money to get onto yeah. a ballot. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Things like that. Those are the lower level ones. The the lower level risk 
um, financially and whatever, but those people sit on school boards for four, six, eight, ten years, they have a lot of impact. Or now I'm a school board member for six years. Now I'm going to run for city council. Then I'm going to okay. be the mayor. It's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's a long it's game. It's a door. Yeah, it's a door. It's a long game. Okay. So please vote. Yeah. It is important. Um, if you don't, if vote, you don't, don't know who, vote, if you don't vote, don't complain. I mean, that's that's part of it. Yeah. But also, if you don't know who to vote for and you can't tell by your voter's guide, call your local Democratic organization. Call somebody that you trust that's mindful. If you yeah. live in Federal Way, call me. But <laughs> please vote wherever you're at. Okay. That's important. So other than that, November 1st, I'm good this weekend coming up. I talked about in the last episode, I have a couple of days I'm doing with Ty Barnett and yeah. uh, Mr. Mookie and Tony Daniel and Travis Simmons over at Chi-Town Pizza in um, Tacoma, Spanaway uh, area. Nice. Um, but it's a theater. It's it's a pizza place. Next door is a theater, Second Stage Theater. Okay. And it's really nice. It's like... It's like 120 people or something. Oh, so cool. I'm super excited about the opportunity. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Did your 49ers win earlier? Did you check the score in between episodes? So we're taping this on the 25th of, wait, no. We're taping this on the 15th of uh, October and my 49ers did not win. They, we lost they to lost. the Browns. They, they lost the first one. I mean, that's the first one they lost. I mean, it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're a Browns fan? Absolutely. Whatever. Huh. Absolutely. It's the first so time I've ever heard him say that. He's lying. What's funny is if he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to have this conversation on this episode. Oh, that's so you know. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it, hey. honestly, this is like the, the Seahawks lost today too, right? Like, Oh, it, damn. Whatever. No, I did pick them to lose, so I'm uh, good. I'm good. who's Philly playing? That's what I really need to lose now. <laughs> I don't know who they're playing, but I know I got a message that she, that my girl's a Philly fan. You know, she's from right. Philly. So she was like struggling to find the channel. Oh. On my, on yeah, I mean, as far as, yeah, so, it is what it right. is. At the end of the day, I say this and I mean this. If we could be 0-16, and 16, I'd be like, bang, bang, Niner game. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's the I'm thing, I'm a true man. fan, be so a fan. If you're going to be a fan, be a fan through the good times and the bad the times. The Browns have a good defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The, the Browns have a good defense. Obviously, that it yeah. ended up seventeen to nineteen. You okay. know what I'm saying? It was very. It was a bunch of fucking field goals on both sides. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we both have good defenses, yeah. and they faced off today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I can't ever be mad at that. I mean, you know, whatever. The road yeah. to the Super Bowl still runs through us, and we yeah. know that. And uh, it was just one week. I'm so. excited for this evening because the ALCS starts tonight. Oh, baseball! Baseball. Yeah. Houston versus Texas. That sounds this is gonna be like no abortions pretty. are happening there. Huh? Nothing. No, no abortions. Are happening. No abortions. Nobody better get pregnant <laughs> in these games. Uh, you stuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> right there. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's 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 no sports. Good? I'm surviving. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that answer. <laughs> I um, love that on the last episode we had Kristen Speakman from Bella Red Salon. Yeah. And um, I love that. At the very end, before she left, Nook was like, can I show you my nerdy picture of me and my wife at Comic-Con? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about yeah. how she, her husband... What are you, jealous? No, no I just, I, I, we, no, we just liked it. I liked it, too. The You're connection. Like, show you. The connection, yeah. Mm, nerd, her, nerd Unite, you know? Her husband, you know, is into that nerd shit, so I love that. I love that for everybody. Um, But our guest today... Um, we actually were supposed to have a different guest, and that person had to have a, some medical stuff happen. So, 
We'll hope to have them on the next time. In person, we'll we'll have on soon. So then we have a list that we have um, of all the different people that we want to invite as guests. And so I got two DJs listed on there. One is the homie, uh, Sean the Shaman, of course. And then... um, uh, and then our, my very good friend, Jamar Wilson. Uh-huh. So he's here. Uh, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about, well. So talk about yourself. What's, what, let's let's start there. Like, tell us your upbringing or something. Where uh, do you start? Definitely my upbringing. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was raised um, in Federal Way. Grew up in a little small town out there. Um Man, I come from a real small family. I got got about four sisters. I'm the only boy. Um, mom's a really, really, really strong lady. You know, that's one of yeah. my best friends. That's, that's my girl. Shout and, out um, to Audra. She's yeah, dope. That's mommy. And um, so, yeah, man, like, I was raised in, ch- in the church. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So mom was a singer, uh, real, real big on it, you know, music. So that kind of just kind of like started my my journey. I played the drums as a child, you know what I'm saying, in the, ch- in the church. And so uh, that kind of propelled me to kind of get into DJing. Okay. And I kind of like, uh, I never wanted to be a DJ, to be honest with you. Yeah, I thought it was kind of corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, got the rappers and the DJs. Like, I thought that everyone was doing it. And I wanted to do something different with my, with myself, with my career. And, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I, got, I was playing basketball and doing different things. And then, um, I think one day I was at the casino, to be honest with you. And, and I heard a, a real shit. I went to the casino and I'm had a couple of chip, chips and dip, you know, me and my boys. And I heard the DJ make a crazy mix. It was crazy. I've never heard him like this before in my life. Mm. And at that moment, I was like, I want to learn how to do that. But I don't want to DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just for me, it was that, that stigma, you know. And then um, one day I got real serious about it, you know, kind of started doing little different events and clubs. And um, I got invited to tour. Uh, went on Vans Warped Tour. And oh, okay. then, you know, and then just changed my whole entire life. I was around um, really, really like real artists, and yeah. I wasn't a fan of rock. It was just a simple fact that like I know who you guys are. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I grew up on the on the TV on MTV Box, and you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like I I know you, and so to see like you know that it could happen, and this is a real touchable dream. It's not just a dream, but it could be touched. It motivated me to something totally different where I wanted to create a platforms for other artists, you know, not just rappers and DJs, but comedians and, you know, um, painters, whatever you got, whatever you're doing artistically. Oh, okay. I, I wanted that on my squad, on my side. So I, I made a business called Northwest Noise and I've been jamming ever since. Mm. So real quick, because you went through a lot of things very fast in there. Let's talk timelines because okay. you're very young still. Yes. How old are you? 33. Right. So you're very young. Yes. And you moved here from Cleveland when? Um, I want to say 97. So how old were you? About seven years old. Yeah, you were a baby okay. still, yeah. right? So, so, this is, so you're, you're from Cleveland, but this is... This is home. This is home. This is home. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so you did that, and then you graduated high school. Yes, I did. And then at what point... When did you go on the warp tour? So honestly, like that was a long time from as far as like me being a kid in school and then really developing to being a DJ. Like I said, I never wanted to be a DJ. I was, um, I thought I was any urban, normal city kid, you know, getting to shit, you know, doing things I was supposed to be doing, you know, uh, in trouble a lot. You know, I was never a bad kid, but I knew, I knew the right, difference between right and wrong. And, um, so with that being said, like, I had no idea what I wanted to do until, like, 26 years old. When I hit, like, 26, 27, I really started, like, understanding that, like, you know what, like, 
if I don't do something with my life, I'm gonna end up a debtor in jail. Mm-hmm. And and that's just the fact. Like, I mean, I'm being in the statistic and I don't wanna be another number because um, my mom left Cleveland because of those reasons. Yeah. And so it, it was no, it, it didn't make sense. It took a long time, but it didn't make sense for me to go backwards. Where are you at in the birth order of your sisters? I'm the oldest. Okay. I'm the oldest, yeah. Some of these questions I know the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's good background information. Because you also had a lot of little faces because your youngest sister's very young. Yeah, oh yeah, she's 17. Right, you know what I'm saying? So you have a lot of little faces looking to you, um, you know, and and my brother's only two years younger than me, but he still will say like stuff that you did right or wrong are things that I learned from, you know? And you have such a range of, of, your, of sisters that um, that's important. But also, like, in federal, I mean, being young, being a young black boy, in you know, in this mm-hmm. day and age can be tough. Yeah. And so the streets can take you quickly. And you're right. You know, you could only, if you don't go down the right path, the, the wrong path is right there, very available, right? Yeah. And so if something ever happened to you, you have a lot of people who would be devastated. Absolutely. So yeah, there's a, a lot of pressure because you're the oldest. So Yeah, I mean, and not even just with me being the oldest in my family, I feel in my community, um, I'm very important as well. Talk about you it. You know, um, I feel that um, the things that I do for, for my city, I mean, um, I love Federal Way. Yeah. And, and, and I love the, the potential that, that it brings out. I love the people that it creates. And I love the, the mindset that it brings out when you're from there. You know, you're, you're kind of, when you're from Federal Way, you're not from Tacoma. You're not from, you're kind of like the little brother mm, of those cities. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one knows about Fed. You no. know, it's always either Seattle yeah. or Tacoma. And so, like, I feel that we have so much that we've offered to just, you know, like the business, one of the biggest producers in hip hop, you know, created hit records for the Chris Brown and Beyonce. They're from Federal Way. Went to Decatur High School. Okay. And and they don't get that kind of love. We have NBA players that come out of here all the time. And you know what I'm saying? So just being from that that dynamic for me mm. is something to be proud of, you know, because like I said, we're not going to get the, the big South ends and the, you know, the CD South outs and, you know, Tacoma Hilltop, like we're not known like that. Yeah. But I feel that like what we produce, we're so overlooked and it's just kind of unfair. Hmm. And so, you know, like, that's why, like, when you're from there, you're kind of proud of that, you know, to be from Federal Way. And I've only been there 10 years, right? But I see that, you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I am so integrated in the community, both um, at the high end, the political level and the community organizing level, but also at the street level, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a couple bars that we go to, like, every weekend, you've been to them with us. Yeah jerseys or the hitching post, sometimes a scoreboard, things like that. And it's the same people every weekend. I call it cheers because that's what it, I don't even drink. I mean, Jamar could tell you, like, I rarely drink when we're out. I go there to see the people. I go out there because those people have become family to me. Mm-hmm. Those people have become a huge part of my community right. um, in in those spaces. Um, and people really are proud of being from Federal Way. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because other people... Oh, white people like to call it felony way on Federal Way mm-hmm. or, you know, old people who just move there are just like, man, it's not really that, you know, whatever. But it's like people who are from there are proud. Yeah. I don't know if I talked on, did I talk on the pod about how, I don't know if I did, how I went to TCC and then I went to the Hitching Post later and there was all those kids, those young people. Yeah, that, you, yeah you talked about them right. and, they, and they recognize you. Right, and, and they were just like, yeah, yeah. gassing me up on yeah, that, which yeah. is cool. But the one guy who was older, they were all in their early 20s, but... The one girl, her husband was 35. 
and he was very drunk, mind you, but he just kept saying like, um, just remember when you're out there telling your jokes, always run for the fed, always run for the fed. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I feel you, bro. Like I'm from the Bay, you know, so yeah. I'm a rep who I am, but trust me, I don't. Um, I don't discredit the fact that yeah. Federway as a city has been is my home. Yeah, I mean, I, I lived there. Yeah, you did. I lived there twice, in a, a cumulative of like three or four years, you know. But I, you know, I found a house in Tacoma, and that's where. But I there stayed. is a lot but, yeah. of pride there. So yeah, there's a lot of pride there, and I don't know. People have a weird conception of what Federway is like, and I'm like, I don't know. It's home to me. Home. I, I mean, I think that's the best yeah. way to explain it. It's yeah. home, you know. Like I said, when you when you're not from there, when you're from, like I said, the Seattle's and the you know the Portlands, you know the whole mm-hmm. Northwest in general, you mm-hmm. know. Like I said, like Fed were so overlooked, we're mm. so overlooked. But we got some of the dopest DJs, some of the best artists, R and B, hip hop to, to to rock to whatever you want to do. Like some of the funniest comedians. I mean, hey, like, hey, hey. you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it's it's a really a big, big melting pot gotcha. of, of just everything. And it's so diverse. And so, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm from the Fed through and true, you know, yeah, so that, gotcha. that's just me. No, and I, I, I hear that sentiment from a lot of people. So I love that because I grew up in a small town, you know, for high school called Victorville in the desert, mm-hmm. Southern California. But we had a lot of pride. Yeah. So rep where you from? You right. hear me? So, yeah. It is what it is, but I, I love, I love a lot of the people that are in Federal Way, um, and I'm lucky to live there. Um, let's talk about um, how you transitioned. Uh, once you decided that you wanted to become a DJ, what did that, what did that process look for you? Uh, what you mean? Like, give me a little bit lower. I mean, like, detail. where do you? Okay, so full disclosure. Uh, you know, my dad was a DJ. We talked yeah. about it. My dad yeah. DJed in the in the eighties in San Francisco. Like, yeah, uh, I can't ever see my dad doing cocaine, but I'm pretty sure my dad did cocaine. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you didn't, right? He probably saw and did some wild shit. But I, my dad's been gone for a long time. Like, I never got to ask him. Like, how'd you start? I, yeah. I think I know. Um, my dad's the oldest of eight kids, and they're Catholic, and so I think he started DJing. Because, like, when my grandparents would be gone, they'd have parties. <laughs> I think so. But, like, I didn't get to ask him, like, what yeah. that process was or how, where you started. Because yeah. that wasn't who my dad was when I was born, right? Okay. So how how did you, once you decided, okay, this is something that I want to do and I want to make uh, my life around it, then what do you do? Like... So for me, um, I was trying to get in the game, to be honest with you. I was trying to get in the game. And um, I would look around all the... I didn't know no DJs, you know, like I didn't know nobody, you know what I'm saying? But I would see one DJ all the time on every flyer I would go to. I would go go to parties, right? I would always see a name called Don G. I would see this man all the time on every flyer I would be at. And um, one day I was like, you know what? I'm about to go meet Don G. I had no idea who this man was at all, you know, just kind of admiring from afar. Mm-hmm. And he was just so dope. I mean, he's the coma grown, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. coma grown, it's coma boy. And, um, with that being said, like, I guess I didn't know the boy. And um, I, I kind of built up some courage to go talk to him on, the, on his booth and everything. And I kind of chickened out. I kind of felt like, you know, weird. I'm trying to go talk to another man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? About about an opportunity. I don't even know you. But uh-huh. um, when I met him, he was the coolest dude in the world. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, really real and, and gave me the opportunities that a lot of DJs don't, you know. Uh-huh. Um, 
when you, when when you're a high level DJ, you know, especially in this industry, you don't really want to share. You really don't want to, you know, you're the gatekeeper of a lot of things. Right. And bro never did that not one time to me. And he was the best DJ in the state. I mean, awards and anything you can think of when it came to DJing, tours, mm-hmm. anything. I mean, he was the dude. And so for me, you know, to um basically be like a young pup, just I just want to get, I just want to get in the, in the run. That's yeah. it. I just want to run, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, he threw me in the fire. You know, he he kind of he kind of put me out there and was like, all right, if you're serious about this, then come meet me here, and you know, threw me in the water and told me to swim. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I think I want to be a DJ for real, for real, because it's like I'm an athlete, you know, and so it kind of gives me that 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 mood again, that pressure again, where you know what I'm saying it's game seven, you got mm-hmm. four seconds left, you know what I'm saying. So that crowd and everything else, you know what I'm saying. What were you asking him for though? Like, did you already? Have turntables and like yeah, know the I mean, mechanics I, I, of it. Or? So I, I really I don't think t- there's a DJ school, right? So how do you learn that shit? <laughs> I mean, no. Well, there is there there is academy. There is there is an academy. What? Uh, so so so, so J Master J uh, from Run oh, DMC. Okay. He has an academy in uh, L A. That I actually oh, I attended. Didn't know that. Okay. So I attended academy in L A. But I didn't learn from there. I really learned from just getting in the fire. Yeah. Um, I had a good friend that was a. DJ, quote unquote, and uh, we just, you know, my, my boy Killamar Coop, shout out to him. We had like little group when we was kids, and my boy Dakin was a um, was actually our DJ and, and team Killamar, and he wasn't a real DJ. He just pressed play, but he had all this equipment when we got older, and he was just like, "Bro, here, take this." And, you know, I basically kind of got, like, all this freak speakers and DJ board, laptop, all this stuff wow. for basically, like, 150 bucks. That's a plug. And, you know, and so at yeah. that point, it was just like, you know, maybe I should be doing this. So I took it really—it was kind of like a new video game when you were a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to play and play and master it and get good and then show all your friends, how, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and, that, and that's just kind of what it was with me. Right, you right, know right. what I'm saying? After I got, like, understanding what mixing was and— transitioning and all that kind of stuff was that's when like everything kind of changed my whole perspective like I'm pretty good at this and I'm teaching myself how to do it so it wasn't like someone taught me and you know what I'm saying it was just really going based off my my history of my mom being a, a gospel singer me being a drummer you know what I'm saying like just matching beats and beat patterns mm-hmm. and so it kind of just made sense to me when it was time to really start putting in the work okay. so that's how I kind of became a DJ on this and then do you want to talk about the evolution of your relationship with Don G? Um, that's my big bro. Don G's my mans, you know. Uh, I, I really appreciate just the simple fact that, you know, he didn't have to do what he did. And the simple fact that he's seen potential in me. And I've only been DJing for five years. So ain't like I've been doing this a long time, but I've, I've been on tour and I've been, I've done shows with, you know, some, some West Coast legends like Yuck Mouth and mm. I've done some really dope things. And if it yeah. wasn't for Big Bro, who knows? I probably mm-hmm. would never touch that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um I feel that like he's Dr. Dre and I'm Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's Batman and I'm Robin. And I'm so okay with that because mm-hmm. my opportunity will come where, you know, I can be big dog one day. So yeah. I'm I'm okay with being the sidekick. We all gotta start somewhere. Right? Definitely. Um I don't know. What else I want to ask? I have lots of questions. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Donji, so how long have you been doing DJing now? So you're doing, you said you've been doing five years when he put you. Oh, no, 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 no. Been doing now? No, it's been five years total. I, okay. I started this in 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you think that's like a, a bigger progression than, than most? I don't know. I, well, I, I feel that I got to play catch up, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I feel that like hip hop. Right in general, yeah. it, it lost its flavor. 
It lost its own. I feel that that anyone can come in this thing and do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got no offense to nobody else, but we got strippers who are rappers now. You know what I'm saying? And and, and this is just a a fact of what's going on in her life. I'll put it on the record. (laughs) Sexy Red is trash. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, I can't handle all these, all these podcasts I listen to. They'd be like, Sexy Red's record is cool. No, it's not. Like, she's, mm, okay. No, I was I was the same thing. Uh, you know, you I think we mentioned the BET Awards or what? Mm-hmm. Was it last episode? Yeah. And I I was uh, scrolling to see who won and stuff, and I'm like, don't know none of these motherfuckers. And well, I'm just I mean, like, I watched the I watched the, the better. Did you watch the BET Awards? I don't. I don't know more. Well, I, mean, I, I watched it this year. I don't always catch it, but I, I I was able to catch and record it. So I watched it two nights ago, three nights ago, and like they did the cipher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who Rory and Maul are? Yeah. Right? From Fordham. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. From formerly being with Joe Budden. Yeah. I religiously listened to their podcast, right? Okay. And they were talking about how they hated the ciphers mm-hmm. and they just think that the, the ciphers aren't what they're supposed to be anymore. I thought the ciphers were dope and they had so many women in the ciphers. So uh, just for context for people who are not familiar with uh, some of these like culturally specific terms... Um, uh, a cipher is when like rappers get together and they freestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Either off of one each other. It's not a battle rap. Yeah. It's just them displaying their own art in a uh, a beat that they you know were not prepared for usually. Um, so, um, BET is known for having these big ciphers with new artists paired with uh, you know they go in groups usually four or five at a time, and there's new artists and then there's like OG artists. So this one they were honoring. Uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland. Also, pause. They never said the word Magoo one time. That's, that's sad. That's crazy. Is there, some, is there some drama that I don't know about? That's, I, that's what I was thinking. I, was I, like, did I actually he? think Magoo just passed away. He did pass away. Well, he did. They should have mentioned it. Yeah. You know? The fact that he did not show, like, he and Swiss Beats, because they started verses yeah. and, like, saved music during the pandemic yeah. in right. a lot of ways. They honored them with this one of those million, you know, lifetime achievement style awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Never one time did he, did anybody mention Magoo? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just that's the mm. ins and outs of the music industry that I don't get. But in my consciousness as a consumer, it was Timberland and Magoo before it was anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they split up and Timberland kept going on with Justin Timberlake, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Timberland, Magoo, and Missy. Like, yeah, genuine, Aaliyah. right? Right, yeah, they, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a click, right? Yeah. So it's like that was very weird. Okay, sorry, I don't want to <laughs> sidetrack too much, but that was fucking weird oh, because yeah, when yeah. it happened, we were talking about it. If you know, yeah. I wasn't with you. I was with Melanie. I was with Melanie. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, Magoo just passed away, but nobody was talking about it. It was very weird. It was even mm. weirder that they didn't give any kind of tribute. Like somebody couldn't have come out and done his flow. Like. I don't know. The whole thing was weird to me. Anyways, and I'm like, did he do something bad well, that we don't know about? And, or what? and you said, I, I, I need, I'm going to go back and watch it. Now you've inspired me to go back. But the ciphers were dope. Yeah, and go back and watch it. And because I was looking, I think we were just scrolling to look at the who won awards. Yeah. And I was seeing no females. Oh, no. I, and I, I was about, just like, first it was of all, like, they only gave out like three awards on the actual and it, show. And, yeah, and it's probably not, it the, awards, all, the awards is not for this show. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. But those ciphers had so many good ones. So first they did. They did three ciphers. One was Swiss Beats and his team. And um, uh, Simba was on there, who's from Antioch. So that's like another home for me. Mm-hmm. That's from the Bay Area. He made this line about B 
being from Lone <laughs> Street. And it's like, it's just a street in Antioch. So it's very cool because okay. Simba is like, he's a dope up and coming. Okay. He's not really even up and coming. He's been around for a minute. Okay, yeah. definitely. But they had Simba and then they had Cassidy. And Cassidy looked looked amazing and sounded amazing. So mm. I really liked his. And then, um, but they also, everybody else was a woman on, on Swiss Beats team. Timberland had four, um, I think, like, Scarlet, she's coming up in the game, and I think she was on Swiss's team. Um, Timberland had four people, um, all women except for Bun B. Uh, okay. And then this, uh, the third cypher um, was weird. It was two women, and then this Mexican dude was, like, the Mexican leader. Mexican OT? Mexican OT, yeah. Was that yeah, he's from H, he's from the H. That's how that's how that's how that's how he is. Kind of like a crazy person. <laughs> no, he he he's yeah. He's, I mean, he, he, his flow was dope, but he was he like the flow. one that like shouted out at the beginning. I'm like, I don't even know who this dude yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's blowing up. There was probably you know? there must have been what seven women just in the ciphers, yeah. and then um, and then they had a couple one of the you know like uh, outros where mm-hmm. it'd be like a DJ. It was very heavy on the DJ and producer. Um, that was kind of the theme of the night. As they should. And um. They have one of those. They had those outros where there'd be like a DJ and then a, a rapper. And mm-hmm. one of the the girl that rapped, I think she goes by Little Devin or Devin, like D E V Y N. Mm-hmm. She was. I had hope for rap for okay. women because, like, I was just talking to somebody about this last night. Like, I grew up with Little Kim and Foxy yeah, Brown. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Raw Digger, who is my yeah. bottom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, she is my OG. You know, female <clears throat> yeah. rapper. So it was dope seeing all the all the the. Uh, the DJs, they had all the DJs represented um, because DJ Marley Mall was was presented like the biggest award, of, of course, because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the you know, founder of hip hop. But yeah. Um, yeah, all those women, it was really cool to see that. Okay. So, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm I really thought the BET Awards were crazy. cool. But um, uh, DJing is such an art form. Yeah. Right? And so, um, like, you talk about you have to catch up. And I am here to say, like, I. He, Jamar has an incredible work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Like Jamar will go on Snapchat and just record himself and you'll just see like, you can watch the time lapse and it's just hours of him DJing and he just records it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, like I said, it's just kind of, you got to appreciate what you do. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel that, you know, um, because I'm playing catch up and because... Which I don't playing. think you are. I mean, again, but it's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I mean, it's kind of like when you sit in a room of guys that's been doing a profession for 10, 15 years. You know, I kind of feel that I'm not um, necessarily welcomed, but, you no, know, I, I, mean, I don't belong here. Sometimes. You're 33, right? Yeah, 33. Definitely. So you're not playing. I mean, you, so you started at 28 or 27, 26. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I started in my trade, yeah. in my regular job at 27, okay. you know, so, so, so yeah, yeah. I'm now 47, but, you know, uh, you know, I did feel in that, in that gap, I, I feel you, yeah, but you're yeah. not, but I don't think yeah. you are, I yeah. don't, you know, yeah. I don't know any of your stuff, I haven't I seen you personally, yeah. but I don't, uh, don't think of it, don't think of it like that, I mean, what I hear, you know. Yeah, no, I think, um, with me, um, it, it's like I said, it, it just comes from not competitive nature. You know what I'm saying? I played okay. hoop, I played ball in, in school. And so it just comes from, um, I want to bust your ass. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no matter what we doing, man, I want to bust your ass. You know what I'm saying? E even with Don G, I think even though how much I respect him and I think he's dope, DJ Numbers, DJ Cole, I mean, there's so many dope-ass dudes that's out here, you mm -hmm. know? Vega, so many, even females, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if we get on the track together and we we, we, we about to mix together, I'm here to burn you. Mm. I'm about to burn your ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't come here to be your friend. After we done, we can shake hands and hug, you know what I'm saying? So it's just me being competitive at the end of the day, and that's why I feel I go so hard. And I feel that I'm playing catch up. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you being in the game for 15 years, you can never tell me that I can't keep up with you. You might be better than me, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I can keep up. That's how I look at it. There's a, there was a situation recently where... He was DJing with another DJ and he was sort of invited into that space and he ended up quitting. And I was like, why? He was like, because I'm better than him and I'm getting the attention and like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, oh, you make that sound not, like, like I'm just a dick or something. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> no, no, it was the opposite. I'm, 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 feeling, I'm feeling the vibe of the opposite. Okay, I'm feeling okay, the vibe. Okay. Like, I'm feeling the vibe of the opposite. Like, you're, is, is there some kind of like he's. Like you were um, being, I felt like you were being humble. I mean, and saying like, I mean, it's kind of like my space. This, I, I feel like you know, you as a comedian, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you do, and you know what you're capable of, and you know that every time you step on that stage, you're here to bring it yeah. every single fucking time. No matter if there's one person in the crowd or a million people in the crowd, you come here to do this mm -hmm. shit because you do it for real, for real. And you know the passion and the time, and the tears, and everything that you've put behind this shit. I try to tell you, man, I put in a lot of tears and a mm -hmm. lot of passion behind mm -hmm. this shit. So when I get with somebody and I see that you ain't working as hard as me, I feel that you shouldn't be in my in my, in my mm -hmm. circumference, bro. Expect, we can be cool, we can be friends, but I take this DJ shit really, really serious. Mm -hmm. I take it really sincere. And so if you can't do that, bro, you get the fuck away from me, man. Respectfully. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we can be cool. I, I got you. But when it comes to the okay. DJ shit, we won't be. You know See, what I'm that's saying? the thing so, is I wasn't saying it like you thought you were okay, okay. better than them and that you were like too above them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt like in that particular situation, you were like, that's like I'm a guest in this space and I'm mm. not trying to yeah, outshine you, them. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's you what, what I was hearing what she was saying. Like you're gonna take they're gonna take their spotlight. Yeah. When you weren't when you, you didn't you didn't want it like that. Yeah, I mean and it's you not and, it, and it's not even about checking someone's spotlight, you feel me? It, it's just about again, I come to perform, man. I, I come here, I come here to bust your ass, you know what I'm saying? So it gets to a point now where like I see that you you feel intimidated now mm -hmm. because I may take this a little more serious mm -hmm. than what you do. You probably came here to press play and, and have some fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I came here to change the change of culture. I came here to give these people experience. So when mm -hmm. they leave this motherfucker, they don't know. Hey, yo, that DJ Jmar guy, that he was. Hey, I might want to come back to this spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an experience with me. That's what Northwest Noise is. Mm -hmm. It's an experience. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want people to do every time I DJ for you. What's your vision for Northwest Noise? Um, right now, we're in the process of creating a store, a storefront. Um, I said I love my city. I love, um, and not just Federal Way, just the whole Northwest in general. Yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. that we're a slept-on uh, region. I've been all, like always. And so uh, with that being said, I wanted to have a platform where artists can come through and be themselves and not just, you know what I'm saying, do it with DJs or rappers. Like I said, anything in general. If you have your own fashion brand, mm -hmm. your own, you make candles, you make cupcakes. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have a platform where you can come give it to me. And um, because of my likability, I can get you more... Um, Likeability yourself, kind of just scratch my back. I scratch your back. Got you. And we've talked about this. Yes. So he wants to um, have a DJ, obviously, but not just for yourself, right? Yeah, like yeah, to yeah. invite other people. Absolutely, you know other DJs. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, 
kind of have like um, time frames where like if you sell that, if you sell candles, then you put your candles in that store for the six month period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a place to like highlight other like up and coming, you know, artisans of mm-hmm. different styles and, and different Different textiles. Who for making noise? You making noise, man? Northwest noise? Yeah. <laughs> then we want you. Man. I got you. I don't give a damn what you do. You can so it could be like clothing. It could be, you know, soaps and, you know, whatever. Fragrances, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, do you envision that in being um, like primarily uh, products by black people? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Um, no, hell nah. I think that that would be ignorant to do that. You know what I'm saying? And um, not not in a bad way. I just feel that in the day, like there are so many art out here. Look 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 where we live at. We live in Seattle, Washington. We live in the most diverse places in the country. You know what I'm saying? We got from the Arabs to Muslims and to to white, black, Asian. Doesn't matter what it mm-hmm. is. Polynesian. I need all that. You know because there's something for everybody. The spot for everybody. And I wanted to highlight that because there's yeah. a lot of black folks that start black things for black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that that's not really, you know, maybe the methodology he subscribes to necessarily. Yeah. Um, I used to show you can win with that method, me personally, you know. There's nothing wrong with being culturally, you know, holding down, but to expand it is, yeah. is, is, a, is a different way. I mean, way, I, I, you know? I just kind of feel like to kind of make us, you know, why not make us one people? I, exactly. mean, I mean, regardless exactly. of whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black, white, orange, yeah. pink, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. us being one people and then the day, like, right. that's the dopest thing about it yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, why not take, because then, like, when you look at hip-hop, Hip-hop's one of the most diverse musics in the world. We got subgenre of country hip-hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so diverse. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I kind of looked at my, my, my vision mm-hmm. is we hip-hop. And, you know, and Polynesians do hip-hop and Mexicans do hip-hop and gays do hip-hop. And yeah. why not be a part of all that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's the rainbow flag and, and, and he or she and they really rapping that shit, yeah. let's rap it. Like, yeah. let's, let's throw it out there and support it. Why not? I think, mm. it's, I think it's ignorant not to. And so that's my personal opinion on it. I like that. Are you going to ask your favorite question? What? Oh. What's your favorite? What, who, who influenced you? What do you feel like influenced you the most? What influenced me, like, like musically? Life, music. If you, wanna, if you have three different people, I don't know. Uh, man, I got to say my Uncle Aaron off top. He, uh, <laughs> okay. That's my man. He, uh, he passed away back when I was uh-huh. 11. Uh, my uncle was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he was one of the dopest rappers I've ever heard. Yeah, you know, I used to sneak in his room and hide under the bed just to hear him. Mm. You know, what I'm saying stuff like that. So that's one thing that really kind of influenced me. Um, of course, my mother. You know, what I'm saying that's one thing that's always mm-hmm. gonna be, you know, uh, top of my brain. Love that lady to death, and um, my sisters, man. Yeah, you know, off top, like you know, they. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 like the only male figure in their life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like they kind of look to me for everything, even even though they're grown women now, you know what I'm saying? It's always what would Big Brother think? Yeah. And so with that being said, I um I keep that that really close to me, so that's definitely motivation. Right. <coughs> for me. Are there still like oh, this is I mean stupid question? Are there still like DJ competitions? Oh like, yeah! Like like I just envisioned like the movie Juice. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you, know yeah. you know, movie Juice. Yeah. And- so we got so Jazzy Jeff, um, in my opinion, the greatest DJ 
to ever touch yeah. turntables. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my personal opinion. Uh, Jazzy, uh, he has something called the Red Bull Three Style, and uh, Red Bull is basically um, the drink Red Bull. And uh, uh-huh. we have a big competition. Red Bull always does fringe you know what I'm things, saying? like the skate competition. Yeah, 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 they got yeah. their hand in a little bit of everything. <laughs> a little everything. And, and, so and so Jazzy Jeff basically had a, um, a competition of DJs. Some of okay. the some of the best DJs um, who, and if you're in the community, you kind of know these people, yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Puffy, you know, DJ Esco, a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, um, it's just like eight mile. It's okay. just like eight mile. And we go head to okay. head and we have our crews and we have our personal beefs and, you know, it's all love at the end of the day, but it's, it's yeah, competition. Yeah, no, no, you no, know no. what I'm saying? So um, I actually plan to hop in that um, hopefully next summer. Okay. Um, I'm not, I know skill wise, I'm not there yet, but give okay. myself another year. I think that I'll be ready to take that on yeah. and uh, bring it back for Seattle. I think I could do that. I think oh, that uh, nice. I'm not dope. Absolutely. What about um, Northwest Noise sponsoring a competition? You know what? That would be dope. And I think that in the future, you know, we can do something like that. I would love to support them. Yeah, like, I would love to have you playing that. That'd be really awesome. That'd be, that'd be dope. I think that that's going to take a, um, a little bit more culture building. And 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 our city, you know, what I'm saying for that, I don't think that we're ready for something like that just yet. I think if we started, I I think if we started with just even ten DJs, that'd yeah. be dope. Yeah, but you gotta understand too, like this DJ stuff, man. It's just like rappers, man. No one wants to lose. You know what I'm saying? It's not like what it was back in the right. 80s and 90s. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's always looking about your image and what you look like when you're doing this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, like I said, like even though my big homies Don G and the DJ stuff, I'll take him anytime he wants to battle. And I know I'm going to lose, yeah. but I'm okay with losing because I know that anybody else don't want to battle me. But you're also because, learning every and time And I'm learning, you, that, you know what I'm sure. saying? So, so I'll take these ass whoopings. Right. That's all good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I give them out too, you know what I'm saying? So I can take one, I can also give one out. So that's how I look at, you know what I'm saying, this DJ shit. Like, you might whoop my ass. But give me two more weeks and let me mm-hmm. learn some shit. Let me mm-hmm. polish up. I'm going to be right back. Yeah, recently we went through a couple of different comedy competition yeah okay you know we had one at nate's preferably yeah and where we had to we you start off three minute all the what we do they did six rounds yeah too many five five rounds of what was the the five rounds of 20 five rounds of 20 comic damn and you know each they went consecutive tuesdays whatever take a swim you know and you're doing three minutes yeah and for some of us that have developed a little skill three minutes has now become mundane yeah you know and it's like it's not enough time to really get your material get your real yeah, material yeah, out. yeah 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 i'm not no, I, I, I i i just i try to bring the fire but you know yeah no i, get I don't it. know if my if i got everything out. I, I know i got all my laughs but <clears throat> but I, I don't know if i got and me I, out and enough. i think that's the thing with battling you know what i'm saying because you can come up with a routine yeah. you know what i'm saying and and that's the thing that like I feel with me, myself, um, you can come up with a routine. And, I, and my shit can be, to me, my ear, what I hear mm-hmm. can be wild, can be crazy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to kill him with this. I'm, and then I may perform it at like a little, my little local bars, whatever. Yeah. And no one reacts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no one oh, reacts. Okay, okay. No one reacts. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. I'm like, bro, you know what I just did? Yeah, y'all, oh, okay. y'all don't understand what I just put together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not listening. Yeah, I, I relate, man. Like, I so, relate to that. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the same thing. That's exactly yeah, that's, the same thing as comedy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You can I relate do three to that. mics in one night, and one audience is hollering, mm-hmm. and the next audience is like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's just kinda it's different shows for different folks. But then like, you know, like I said with DJing, it's like 
I feel that like when I DJ and no one's dancing, I target that one person who is dancing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you guys tell a joke, mm. you guys tell a joke for that one yep. person. And then, you know what I'm saying? It kind of, yeah. I got you. I mean, more or less. Sometimes. How would you describe like your style as a DJ? Mm. Um, that's a good question. That's a real good question. Um, I'm definitely a battle DJ. Um, I definitely battle. Like I said, I, I want your heart. I want your soul. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I'm an, I'm an athlete first. Um, but uh, damn, I never really thought about that. That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> definitely complex because um, I'm 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 gonna mix some some rock and some hip hop and some reggae. It's it's gonna be different with me. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm 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 just gonna say uh, an unorthodox. That's my stuff. That's what's up. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> you know, so. What are your favorite, like, what? I don't know how to word this properly, I guess. Like, what artists do you love using their music? What artists do I love to spin? Like, yeah. Do I mix the most? Hmm. Like, personally or for party-wise, event-wise? Both. Okay, um, so because we on the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is a Bay Area influenced state. Washington is. Yeah, we are so shout out to the you Bay. You know the Bay Area. <laughs> For Seattle, some reason, Seattle, Seattle is a Bay Area. It's a Bay Area junior. influence. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. They want to be know? us so bad, so bad. Yay. Like I, I, I love, I love the town, but you know we got the town from the town, which is which is the Bay. You okay, know pause. <laughs> okay, but we're not gonna just let that go. So y'all know I'm I'm from the Bay. Yeah, we know. We right, know. but I'm from San Jose, right? But in the Bay, San Francisco, their nickname is the city. Like you see that on the Warriors mm-hmm, jerseys, right? Mm-hmm, the city. Mm-hmm. And in Oakland, their nickname is the town. Mm-hmm. And I came here, and somebody told me they were from the town one day. I was like, "Oh, you from Oakland?" And they were like, "No, nah, I'm from Seattle." I was like, <clears throat> "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> and I realized. Seattle calls themselves the town. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. You guys are such biters. And that's the thing about the the town, Seattle, is just like we don't really have our own identity out here. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to even our music, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't been popping a music hub since Nirvana. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you know, Macklemore didn't do nothing for this as far as, you know, hip hop for, for Seattle. We can't let. We can't let JoJo yeah. listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is just the facts. I, I mean, think he did. What, what did he do? I mean, I think I, I mean, I think that Macklemore is a very well loved artist mm-hmm. who's selling out a tour right now as mm-hmm. we speak, and he very much loves Seattle and reps his city. Does he? Yeah, he does absolutely. Who, who has Macklemore put on from the city? Though? Oh, I'm not saying that part. That, no, no, that, no. That I'm matters, saying as though. an individual that artist. Matters, I hear though. you on that. Yeah. I, I mean, hear you on that. And I don't know. I don't know how that all works, right? Because I, mean, I don't know who all the players are. And but. I get it. But then when you think about, like, look at artists like like Drake, one of the biggest artists in the world. Mm-hmm. He's constantly putting on the weekend from Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's put, oh. he's putting on people from his home city, you know, and, and he's giving these opportunities out. Macklemore, you beat Kendrick Lamar in a Grammy race, bro. Mm-hmm. You you know what I'm saying? Like, all eyes are on you at that point, you know? And you bring nobody up, no DJs, no comics, no nothing. All this talent that we have in this melting pot, right? Mm. And you didn't come back not one time and you have no, come on, man. Like, I mean, I, I just got to be honest. And I, I mean, get that from a personal space. Why you feel that way? Not even a personal space. I mean, just a business space. You don't feel that you can make no money? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right. for, for, you know, so there's, there's this much talent here, you know? Right. And, and I just kind of feel that, like, again, like, you know, um, you get on, you know, and you— it, it does feel—okay, first of all, I harass people when, when I talk shit about how much Seattle wants to be the Bay Area. I fuck with people, right? I talk shit to them. But yeah. in reality— it's it's an honor, right? Like it's, yeah. it's that's that's they they love that so much. That's when you're from why the they want to be that. When way. you're from the bay, though, right? So but, I get the respect yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? But I also get that there is no there. Seattle and Tacoma don't have as pronounced cultures as they probably should. Mm-hmm. You know, Seattle got its own flavor. Tacoma has its own flavor. But are they as big and regionally important um, on a national scale? No. You know what I'm saying? I get, I do get that. for the culture. I do get that. Um, but I also think that um, I, I feel like Seattle is just a cultural island. Like it really is mm. in a lot of ways. And I don't, I, I mean, I've been here 10 years and I really can't figure out the why, you know, I really can't because it's not like you don't have sports. You definitely guys, you know, you guys have sports. Yeah. You know, you guys want to, you know, a Super Bowl in the last, you know, decade and, and the stuff that the storm does and the Kraken was his new hot hockey team. And there's lots of reasons why Seattle should be, I don't know, more important, more I think they're prominent. right on the, To me, I think they're right on the cusp. I think so, too. You know? I could see that. But as, and when it comes to the music specifically, though, it is weird. Like, it is weird that they don't have their own sound. We don't. I mean, you can find amazing individual artists, mm-hmm. but there's no collective sound. Um, but I don't even know how that works. Well, how does Houston sound like? How do you not? That's Houston. Yeah. That's Bay Area. No, you know what I'm I, I feel that we have individuals like, um, you know, if you talk about Houston, we're talking about Houston, we're talking about DJ Screw. Yeah. Of course. We're talking about DJ Screw. I mean, one of the, that's one of the yeah. goals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. I, so, think, I think that is, maybe I'm, that is the answer there. But, and honestly, uh, we haven't included you much, but Nook, like, as a producer, <laughs> anytime you want to, like, give input, you know what I'm saying? Like, because this is in your genre of of of. I know for the Bay Area, I know Bay Area music because I hear certain producers, right? Mm-hmm. And certain producers have such significant sounds. So I just wonder if there's if we need if we need one producer to work with all of these great artists because there are a lot of great artists here to create that sound. But the problem is, is with the, with the artists out here is that Seattle don't like Tacoma. Tacoma don't like Seattle. That's True. just what that is. You know what I'm saying? Like the we, artists won't, they want to work had, with each other. Yeah, we had the same thing in the, in the, in, in the H and in, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It, it was like North Side versus South Side. Exactly. And, 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 and it shouldn't be that way at all. You know what I'm saying? But like these are, like we're in so much competition with each other and, and to keep it just 100% real with y'all, when it comes to rap, no one's really that good. And when we talk mm-hmm. about Seattle, no one's really, but you look at Atlanta, right? No one's really that good, but they all work together. They're all building together. You know what I'm saying? No one's, okay. no one's cra- like, yeah, I think if, if you were rapping since after 2010, like if you're, if you're not TI, if you're not, you know what I'm saying? Under 3000, like one of those dudes, then you're not legit like that. Mm-hmm. Ludacris, you're not yeah. legit. You know what I'm saying? We're about to not be friends for a second. You know what I'm saying? I was like, about you're to choke on my burrito real quick because I was like, I put up the three. You like, know? if you don't measure three seconds right know? now. Like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not nothing, but they all work together though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? From, from, uh, so, so when you look at Sir Miss a lot, he don't, he don't mess with nobody from the town. You've been on since the 80s, bro. 
and you, you, you haven't reached out to none of these new boys you, because they don't like what they're doing because truthfully, we're not that good lyrically. We're just not. But how do you, I mean, well, I don't know. That seems like a much more nuanced conversation. I got you. Do you have any thoughts on this, no? I mean, I, I see so many people. It's just, it's a lot going on all at once and it's not really a cohesive thing. We ain't together. <laughs> Everybody's pulling from different places. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and like me personally, I I, I make everything, so it's, it, I'm not helping. <laughs> mm. But I I do. I don't know. I just I think that's one of the things that makes a few markets, and I would say, I would say the Bay and Houston specifically, those markets are so identified but uh, I f- identifiable by just their beats. New York. I mean, New York. I, I, I was going to say New York was the third New one York. I was going to yeah, mention, yeah. right? New York. Like, you know yeah. mm-hmm. when that shit is like smooth and buttery, that Houston flow. Yeah. Or that fucking gutter ass New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that but just the same straight time, hard though. sitting on a stoop. And in the Bay Area, I'm not, I mean... R.I.P. to Tracks a Million. You know what I'm saying? Tracks a Million was a personal friend of mine. And um, he did so much music that is just identifiably for the Bay. Like him Mm. and Mr. Fab, because Fab, on top of being a rapper, also made a lot of his own beats and also produced a lot of his own shit. But like, especially during, you know, the early 2000s, they created that sound. You know what I'm saying? And Mm. like, but you know, oh, that's a Tracks a Million beat, period. You know, and I, I, not every area, even Atlanta doesn't really have that because mm. Atlanta is such a vast m- music. Like Atlanta is everything for hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they but, have many different styles. But the thing with Atlanta is like, that's more just the South. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, Atlanta's also a melting pot. Which is like true Joe, too. I'm watching Fat Joe on the BET Awards. Shout out to like how dope Atlanta is. And it's always, it's a mind fuck for me because I'm like, bro, you're from New York. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, Atlanta is the mecca of hip hop and it has been for a while, yeah. you know, but it's also a melting pot of hip hop. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, Houston rappers it, It'll from be Houston. people from, from other places go it's to Atlanta. It's the Seattle music. Like, yeah. people 100, right? Like, yeah. you you go to Houston and Houston rappers, producers, they're from Houston. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Same thing with Bay Area mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. But you go to Atlanta and it's some people that moved up from Louisiana, some people that came from LA, yeah, some people yeah. that came down from New York. And now you got a melting pot of stuff, mm-hmm. which is why you have such an expansive amount of sound that comes out of there. Mm. But this, is, this this topic went like but good. Like mm-hmm. went, went went right or left. I mean, and, 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 is, I mean we no. all like music. Yeah, yeah. Though, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah we yeah, all have no, a lot of experience. I know we with music. You're supposed to be talking about you, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so that music is me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I do want to talk I wanna get back to, to you real quick before we move on. Um one of the things that I, uh, I, I'm in a weird situation because I'm not only friends with Jamar, but like I'm friends with his mom because I'm like in between them no. age group wise, right? So I think we met. I didn't realize it at mm-hmm. the time, but we met at a political event because mm-hmm. you were at a political event for Canada. I was running, mm-hmm. ironically. Lamont Styles, who we just talked about, mm-hmm. the, the one who owns the barber school. Okay. He was running for city council um, at, at one point. And so I didn't even realize I had met Jamar. And then I don't know how we started talking again a while later. But um, in the last few years, getting to know him, a few things. Going from being an athlete to having some of your health issues. Mm-hmm. And some of your health issues have taken over a lot of your life. Yeah. Um, do you think that? 
music plays in the a part of like keeping you mentally healthy, like helping you heal? Well, that's a good question. You don't have to talk about what what other things going on. No, absolutely. Um, You definitely have some, have had some challenges. I think that, um, number one, it's just kind of, for me, at least I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I come from a a strong background. You know what I'm saying? I had a mom's that was just really, really tough and not like tough, like on us as kids, but just as a tough individual, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, I think it's good to see, when kids see their parents go through trials and tribulations, we got to figure out how we got to deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And so if, if I don't see nobody doing it, you know, then that's gonna, I feel affect me in a lot of different ways. So for me, you know what I'm saying? Just being mentally strong, tough, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, mentally tough to begin with. That's the most important thing. I was, you know I was say before you continue though, um, it's interesting that you say that about your mom. Cause she's always, um, when people refer to someone as a queen, mm-hmm. like that's like Audra gives that vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really know what's going on in the background because yeah. she's just always in public, yeah. well put together. Well, you know what I'm saying? Even on her social media, yeah, you know, yeah, and I yeah, see yeah. her mom at the bar. I see her mom at community events. I see her mom at festivals. She was at, you know, she came down to the yeah, South yeah. Sound, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So it's like, but she's always very well put together. Just yeah. mm. you, you don't, there's some people that kind of wear their world on their chest or on their face or in the way they carry themselves or the way they present themselves. And Andrew's always just like, no. And even like when I would, for a while he was sick last year. And like when I would see his mom, I'd be like, I haven't talked to him. Is he, and she would give me honest responses, but she was always just, I don't know. She has such an amount of grace. So to, to hear like that shit wasn't always that way. Yeah. Um, it just gives me a lot more respect because she's um, she's she's so well put together and she's so graceful in her space, and um, uh, I have a lot of respect for her for that. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, that's it's interesting hearing that other perspective of like she had to get out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I like I said. I think that when you watched as a little kid. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had a single mom coming up, so it wasn't like no dad was around. Mm-hmm. It was just me and her. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, like, um, it was a lot of just watching her mess up. And, you know, dude, like, your mom has a master degree in criminal justice, but that wasn't always the case, you know. I, I mm-hmm. had to bail Miss Master Degree out of jail a couple times. Oh, you know really? what I'm saying? Oh, that shit. shocks me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My mom's a homie. Sorry if we just outed you, Audrey. You know, I didn't, hey, know. I didn't mom, know about your gangster. You know what she was doing, Mom. You know what I'm saying? You know what she was doing. <laughs> but then the day, too, is just kind of like I said, those childhood tribulations, watching her go through those things, helped me, you know what I'm saying, figure out, like, I, you know, I didn't see my mom, a woman, go through this shit. Mm. So as a man... You know, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but, you know, if this little lady can go do this shit, mm-hmm. and the reason why I can't, you know what I'm saying, without no excuses. So, you know, we put my head down and just work. Oh, when you were, because for a while you were kind of stuck at home. Yeah. Was music, what part did music and DJing play for you? Oh, man, shit. Sometimes that's honestly <laughs> the only reason I knew, I knew he was, like... <laughs> That existing. was It's because I would see on Snapchat he would he doesn't put himself in those videos. It's just him mm-hmm. DJing. Yeah. Like it's just the the turntables. Yeah. And so that's how I would be like, okay, he's good. Nah, when I was going through what I was going through about what year year ago, two two mm-hmm. years ago, um DJing was everything. 
that was everything, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? I wanted to prove to myself that that this is an art that I was going to be dope in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was going to be really, really good, and every day was was important. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I seen something in a, a TV show. He said, uh, you can't run with the wolves all night if you spend all day sparring with puppies. Mm. And that yeah. shit just did something to me at that point. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't going to make no excuse at all. Because mm-hmm. I ain't about to be sparring with no puppies. I'm running with the big dogs. And, yeah. and that's how I kind of looked at That's interesting because you know? he and I have a lot of conversations about comedy. And he um, gives me his opinions freely about mm-hmm. what I should be doing and where I should be going. And a lot of that is that right there. Like, you're better than these people. Like, look where you are. Look where you're going to be. And, mm. um, yeah, I, he really believes that. And I and that's one of the reasons that I I like Jamar so much because I he listens to those things and he learns the lesson and then he applies them to his life. So that's dope. Appreciate that. Yeah. He's also incredibly humble. He's <laughs> very quiet. So? I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> he's very he's 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 not humble if you're actually talking to him. Like I mean, he's popped off a little bit yeah. today. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't. He's not really flashy or he doesn't really brag a lot. Like if you talk to him, he'd be like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But uh, that's another thing I really appreciate you about you is that you you are able to be like, this is what I'm good at. Here's where I need to grow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I know that um, as good as I think I am, you know what I'm saying. I know that there's some kid, probably 13. <laughs> you know what I'm saying right now, and he get up every day and he watch all my videos. He watch all my, you know what I'm saying. And he probably eating a bowl of apple jacks. He said, I'm about to kill him one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, real shit. That's my biggest fear. Right. You're on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? I, and I know he out there doing it, you know, every day, every time he turn on that motherfucking phone. So with that being said, you know what I'm saying? We'll make sure that he ain't going to ever kill shit. Yeah. <laughs> not, not me. And so that's how I look at it. You know, I, shout out to a 13-year-old. He ain't, he ain't about to do nothing to me. So that's how I look at that, you know? I would just like you to do, as you continue to evolve, I would like to see you do work with young people. Yeah. You know oh, yeah, saying? yeah, definitely. Because you definitely. don't have that big ego and you don't have definitely. that, um, I don't know, hmm. that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not about me when it comes to um, Northwest Noise and DJing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, it, it's about the comedians. It's about the, it's about the people that are doing art, man. You know what I'm saying? This, that's what's important is the art. You know what I'm saying? Art, art can be done in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Whether if that's cooking, anything you do with your hands, anything you do creatively, you know what I'm saying? That's art in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? So Northwest Noise is you? Northwest Noise is the brand. Northwest Noise is, is the, um, is what you see. I I, I just push the Northwest Noise. I'm I'm just, I work for Northwest Noise, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I'm more like it. And I'm the CEO of it. And I'm the CEO and owner and founder. (laughs) Who is in your crew? Like, who are your people? Uh, My girl, Melissa Monet Media. Um, you know what I'm saying? She's one of the dopest media people that, that you could know out here. My big sister, Nina, with GESD, um, getting shit done. You know, one of the dopest designers in, in, the, in the Fed. Uh, my boy, Don G, one of my other DJs, you know, to work with me. DJ Cole, DJ Numbers. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, shout out to Jamira. You know, my baby sister, Jalisa, my moms. You know what I'm saying? We all put this thing together. They help me recruit. They help me um, fund. They help me do business plans. Whatever I need. You know what I'm saying? They're there for me. And I appreciate all of them, you know. It's very homegrown and organic. 
Um, I just realized we did not do this during the last episode. <laughs> do you have any questions for us? Um, I have any questions for a couple, a couple. As, and then we'll um, go to dope or trash. As as far as comedians being being a comedian, what do you think? Because it's entertainment. Like, what do you compare that as as the hip hop industry? Like, you know, like with if if, if I'm a if I'm a rapper, if I'm a DJ, I put out a mixtape. And then I shop around my mixtape. That's how I. I kinda, think it's exactly the you same. Know, is it the same thing? Hundred like, percent. So, yeah. so you guys. I think you have people that you're close to. That's your clique. Yeah. I think you have people that hate on you. Those are your enemies. Yeah. Um, I say that word loosely, but yeah, I think you got it. I think uh, the problem is with a uh, mixtape versus us. So, so some there's something with uh, in the comic world is like we we like to protect our jokes. Yeah. Because like you're working on a set, mm. if you release too much. Then when some people finally come see you, they've already seen all the stuff online. Yeah, you can't you can't come up with a new <laughs> a new new. new, new I mean, that's, that's also for newer comics. Yeah, I was actually yeah. just reading an article yeah. about that. Um, like, I'll I'll forward it to you if okay. you didn't see it in the Northwest group. But it's a uh, Gary Goldman put out like an, an article where he talked about how he had committed to putting out a new tip for comedians like for every day for a year, and he did it. So this article kind of overviews it. And one of the things he said was it's hard because social media is so important, but new comics don't have the material. Yeah. You know, Nate Jackson does entire weekends at his own club just mm. so he can clip it up. Yeah. Because that's how Nate Jackson yeah. is getting famous right now. Mm. We don't have those opportunities. Yeah. So I go out and do 10 minutes. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work on the jokes I have. Yeah. That means I'm doing the same joke five times a week mm. for three six weeks at a time. You mm. know what I'm saying? I don't have all that social media mm. and it makes it very difficult. Yeah. But I also think from, so I think that Rob is accurate from like a newer comic for an older comic. That's what you're doing that you yeah. you're putting together a 30 minute set. You're making your own little special at yeah. the theater up the street. And you're put, like our homeboy Juan Forno. He just did his own shit in Canada. Mm. It's on prime right now. You know what mm. I'm saying? So you self promote until you have a, so you get a break. You know what I'm saying? So it's very similar. Yeah. So is it a break or is it a fan base? It doesn't, it, it can come from any direction. It can come from okay. Okay. There okay. could be somebody that's like, I want that guy and yeah. I want him to go on tour with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to Canada. You know that. I'm yeah, going yeah, to Canada yeah, yeah, in yeah. a few weeks. I go to Canada. They love me. All of a sudden I'm going to Canada five times a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Just from one opportunity mm. or in five years from now, I put together my 30-minute special, and I shop it around, and now I have all these followers, and then clubs book you because of the amount of followers you have. Honestly, there's no clear path. That's yeah, the same that's, way in music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, same in music, yeah. I mean, they found Justin Bieber on YouTube, yeah, right? Yeah, I got you. And, and there's people that sing better than Justin Bieber that will never, that will yeah, never only touch it, yeah. be doing karaoke every yeah, Friday night at the crazy. local it's you crazy, know, yeah. honky tonk. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So it's it's exactly the same in a lot of ways, mm. I think. That's yeah. wild, okay. Uh, and, there, and for us, both of us got started late in the game mm. as far as age-wise. old. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so it's kind of... Um, That's it's, life. It's I mean, but then like... <laughs> Cause you say that like okay, you guys start but you guys start late in the game. But like, do you feel that like in this game you can be just like a natural? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying because we, I we've talked about it before in the pod. Yeah, because we were older, we have more material. Yeah, you go down to Tacoma Comedy Club and you watch the twenty to twenty five year olds. Yeah, they're talking about the same shit because they don't have anything else to talk yeah, about. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So that that puts us at an advantage if we want to take advantage of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because 
we have a life to talk about. So okay, but we're also both natural. I think we're both of us are both naturally funny, yeah. naturally comics. Yeah, I mean we we I mean yeah. we both crack jokes a lot. Yeah. I mean we're I think that we are naturally yeah. funny people, so that helps. I, I have a stage presence. Yeah. That's what I get commented on more than anything is my stage presence, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So like, I. That's natural yeah. for me. I mean, that's it's natural in some ways. It's also just because I've been in front of people for a long time doing mm. different things, even politics. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not I'm comfortable public speaking or whatever. And this is just a form of yeah. public speaking. So yes, I think that we have that, um, and that's a benefit for sure. I got you. But there's other struggles. Like we're older. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, we're not young and pretty. You yeah. know, I see comics that get opportunities because of the way that they look all the yeah. time. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Last night I was at a show in Seattle and I went up third and I was like, I'm the diverse and it's in Seattle and it's, you know, everybody's queer on the show basically and whatever. And I was like, I'm the diversity hire tonight, you guys. I'm the fat one. And it was crickets. And I was like, you guys, when the fat person makes the joke, you can laugh. I know yeah. it's Seattle. And then they laughed, right? Yeah. But that's how Seattle crowds are. Yeah. Like if the gay person's making a gay joke, yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> if the white person is making their racist black joke, that's when you get quiet. But Seattle yeah. is weird. Yeah. But it's like you're old, we're older and we just have different opportunities that we can bring to table. Um, but then we have those downsides, right? Like we're not as attractive as the young new people. We're not as cool. Um, but we're also just on our own paths and we realize that. So. so you would just say like, it's more just like your, I mean, yeah, like you said, even with anything goes, Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Working on social media like is hard like that. and that's hard for everybody. Yeah. I believe that, it. Like we have like families and lives. So, yeah. you know, it's, if you're sitting at home at your parents' house and you don't have a job, you probably have more time to make skits or whatever. So that could be challenging for sure. Yeah. Cause I think like, like with DJ and like, you can't necessarily be naturally good at DJ. Oh, no, you that's really a, have that's to like practice. The, you know what I'm saying? You really have to like really put it in, you know, but not to say that, you know, what I do is hard. Cause I think that, you know, standing in front of a bunch of people and trying to be funny, like purposely trying to, because I can't be funny on purpose. I have to naturally to, you know, tell a joke from my sense of humor. To the come one out. thing I think that you do have naturally, and this is something I'm not good at mm. is, I think when you're a DJ, you have to know music. Yeah. Because sometimes DJs put songs in a mix and I'll be like, I haven't heard that song in 20 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Where they, you know what I'm saying? Like, or songs that I loved. Mm -hmm. that I couldn't even, if I heard it, I'd be like, yeah, you still love that shit, but I couldn't even tell you what it was right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something that I think that is probably part muscle, but part just in you. You know? I think so. I mean, I think with me, um, music is a time machine. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about comedy, but, like, I can tell you the first time I ever seen Cat Williams special when mm -hmm. he had the green jacket on. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. exactly what I was doing, you know. So with mm -hmm. music, the first time I hear a song I just love, I know what I was doing. I know where I was at. I know where I was catalog, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just kind of like that, that sense right there. So, yeah. Do you have any other questions for us? I don't. Do you want to move on to Dope or Trash? Yeah. You, did you bring some topics? Um... I didn't today. Oh, fail. I didn't today. That's okay. Fail. I didn't today. That's okay. We, we, went, we, went, <laughs> we went long. And um, I'll go first. Go ahead. I know this is going to come out afterwards, but uh, candy corn. 
Oh, f- fucking trash. Yeah. Horrible. Terrible. Trash. Should never make it. It's horrible. Yeah, My daughter loves that shit. It's fucking gross. Yeah, your daughter yeah. likes peeps, too. And, that, and that's disgusting. That's, that's, disgusting. A, that's a trash of Easter. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. In the corner of Easter. My daughter makes terrible decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than choosing her mom. Anything <laughs> <laughs> else in her life is trash. All right. So we all say trash. Uh, what do you say, Nook? I like candy corn. Damn. Uh, you do? I do. All right, you guys. This has been our last <laughs> session here at Stay Hydrated Studios. Shout out to uh, Lamont. Hope you get better. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Those things are nasty. You uh, would like some shit like that. Tastes like chewy butterscotch. That's mm, all this good. Is good. So chewy butterscotch. No, no, no. And now you're trying to ruin butterscotch for us? Fuck off, bro. Inappropriate. Um, oh, candy corn is fucking gross. But I also, I like black licorice. So, you know. See? Oh, that's now gross. Who's, I know. That's who's the real gross. perpetrator? Yeah, I can't bad, do that. Bro, you over here committing felonies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta get all extra just because you like the nastiest candy. Probably second after peeps, but yeah. Um, face tattoos. Ooh. I mean, if you're an artist, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but I just... I don't, I don't know. It's I. I think I'm still old enough that the stigma of like face tattoos, like how are you going to be employable? But uh, you know. But I also know that we're transitioning from that. So, but I don't think I would get them anyway. No, I say trash. No, that's trash. Oh, I love Jamar. You don't even have tattoos, right? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm cool with tattoos, but on your face, though, man. Yeah. Like, come on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At some point, now you gonna get old. You I think maybe saying? little tiny ones like by your ear sometimes are cute. I yeah. guess but when you get start putting them all over here and over your no. forehead and all that type stuff, like you wilding right now. Yeah. That Takashi Six Nine so, look is yeah, not like, no. like that is crazy. Trash. Yeah, that's crazy. I did see. I think it was actually one of my tattoo artists over at the shop at Autotroph. Mm-hmm. She has a heart tattooed right here, almost like a mole. Like where my where's my mole? Right here? Mm-hmm. It's like right there, but it's a heart and mm-hmm. it's a tattoo. And it's almost faded or she had makeup on. I don't know. Mm. That was kind of cute. Like right here. But all this. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cool. Yeah. I don't even really. Neck tattoos are weird to me. Yeah. But I'm mm. getting close. So I don't know. Maybe I'll change my opinion. What do you think, Nut? You, you got to be a real specific motherfucker to have a face tattoo <laughs> and not bother everybody around you. Not bother everyone you know? around you. You got that. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Okay, so we all say that was trash. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you have another one? Uh, sober October. Sober October. Is that like, a thing? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, they have other ones like Dry July or. Um, I uh, think not drinking very often is probably is dope. Yeah. I think that we are a society that, for some reason. Yeah. Puts a lot of money into alcohol. Yeah. So people can uh, kill other people in their cars and yeah. say dumb things and make phone calls they should never make. And uh, I will never stop drinking, but I know that the my I, if my I never part, had another drink in my life, I'd be like, not, I know, I know the limit. Or at least I think I do. So what do you think? So, I don't really drink. I mean, I, every now and again, but nah. Yeah, Jamar and I drink like at the same level, like. <laughs> I'm almost nasty. So I'm good. What do you so, think, Nick? Any excuse for sobriety is cool with me. So dope. So yeah. we all say dope, basically. I like say, I, sober, I say, I say dope. October. I say, I say that it's dope. 
to have sober October every once in a while, but like also what do you need a reason? Right. And that's you know? my thing. Like, you know? like, I think it's dope because I think everyone to... should just stop, really stop drinking. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, why do you need to participate in sober October? Right. Like, what have you been doing in September? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I think if that's a thing for you, um, I think it's interesting because yeah. I don't like, you should really reflect on some yeah. of your other life choices. Um, let's see. Um, okay. This is a good one. <laughs> this is hip hop adjacent. Uh, Skechers. And you know why I said that? Because of Snoop? Yes. I've did, never, did, I would Snoop I don't, Dogg make Skechers cool? I, I would not support Skechers. Okay. I say trash. Mm. He's like wanting to do a, a DJ spot for Snoop. He's like, you know, hey, this clip comes out. You know, he's like, you know, bro, my house are back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably, probably not. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sneakerhead. I'm, a, I'm a shoe guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I'm probably gonna call it trash. But you never know because at one point, Champion was trash. Champion was trash. You I know, know what the said? weirdest clothing mm. evolution. Yeah, Champion was trash. So I mean, you know, one. it ain't trash no more. It's like sixty dollars a t-shirt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. You we used to get know. that at Kmart. Have we talked about that? Yeah, here? I think we've talked yeah, about yeah. it at some point. You know, so I'm just like, man, that motherfucker. Whoever yeah. owns Champion played the long game. Mm, right. Oh yeah. Bless his heart. Oh yeah. You deserve it. Because every penny. Every penny he getting. If he was wearing Champion. Every penny he getting right now, you deserve it. Real. But Skechers, I don't know. I mean. They, they look like comfortable shoes. I'm just such a sneakerhead. I can't do it. Yeah. But the yeah. Snoop Dogg thing is just killing me. Yeah. Like, that's why it might go. That's, <laughs> why, that, that's, why, that's why it might go. Yeah. Like, for real. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Yes, it's ugly. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They're weird. Well, I don't, I I don't know. Trash. Either. Definitely trash. Snoop Dogg's just doing it for the money, I guess. But it was weird. The, the, the whole partnership is weird. Um. Oh, that was my second one, right? Yeah. All right. Well, well let's wrap, wrap it up. Uh, it's coming no, on the first of November, so I'll remind November. you to vote on the seventh. But before you do that, come and see me at um uh, Shy Town Pizza, Second City Stage, um, Spanaway, Tacoma area. Um, they have amazing Chicago style pizza. It's super mm. good. Um, and it's gonna be Travis Simmons. Uh, Tony Daniel, uh, Mr. Mookie, a local legend, um, myself as the only lady and the only white person. I mm -hmm. am the diversity hire that night. What? Yeah, you are. And uh, the and very the fucking funny. I know, the only gay, everything. The only... <clears throat> yeah, Mom, I am the diversity hire for sure. Yeah. Um, we're all going to be there. A show at 8 o'clock on Friday the 3rd. Shows at 7 and 10 on Saturday. Um, follow me on social media um, to get tickets. Nice. Um, and uh, the headliner that night is the very funny, like the incomparable Ty Barnett. So I'm I'm excited. Come mm. come fuck with your girl. Uh, what do you have going on? I got nothing. That's all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. But uh, if you want me to tell some jokes, holler at me. Right. For sure. Yeah. What do you have going on? Um, I got a couple of events coming up. Uh, I got some Bellevue shit coming up. Um, some Portland shows coming up. I'm, I'm going to get back on the road pretty soon. Good. And I'm sending me and my guys and, um, it's been about 
three years. I mean, really four because COVID happened to us. You know what I'm saying? Since I've been back on tour. So um, I'm excited to announce that, you know. Um, How do people reach you? Um, I guess in my Instagram. Um, that's uh, DJ253Mar. Um, reach me there. Facebook, you know. Twitter, and any 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 social media platform, you know, it's real simple. That's DJ Jamar, that's J-A-Y hyphen M-A-R, you know, come rock with me, you know, one of the that's best. That's on Facebook. It's on Facebook, right. that's on Instagram, it's all, every, every, the name's the same, you know, and so, uh, like I said, if you, if you want a dope DJ experience, I'm talking about a really dope experience and not just someone just playing music to play music, I mean, we the guys. He MG, really does love music. You know what I'm saying? MG I went over to one night and for like three hours we went back and forth on who was better, Aaliyah oh, nice. or Beyonce. Yeah. And he'll tell you that he Ooh. won. And I'll tell you that I won. Mm, okay. <laughs> that was a pretty good matchup though. We had our own, we did verses before there was verses. That's a fact. That's a fact. We're fucking pioneers I, in this I, I think shit. we are the originals before that. <laughs> we you know are the original like verses. I, can I, I can't that. spin this shit, but I'm going to give you, he would go, one Aaliyah's song and I would give him a Beyonce song. We went back and forth. It was great. That's it was funny. a good night. That's dope. It was a good night. Uh, Nook, you got anything coming up? Nope. He's asleep. <laughs> he's asleep. He finally got what he wanted. <laughs> that baby keeping him up. That baby keeping him up. Um, I will just say that between these two episodes, I'm going to point out that I think Nook called his son a, a, a monster? A terror? I don't know. That sounds like me. Yeah, I was like, that baby isn't even moving yet. Right? Oh yeah, when you said nothing, ain't this it, Terry? I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the drama, the drama. Uh, it's been an honor to have you. Appreciate you. Um, Thanks for having me. I have me. a deep respect for the DJ game, just Thank because you. Uh, I know how much it meant to my dad. Um, and I and I've and I, we love music, yeah. and we wouldn't have modern day music if it wasn't for producers and DJs. The artists are cool, but. DJs and producers are the yeah, ones yeah. who who get the work done. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you for having us. I appreciate uh, you. On a personal level, I love you very much. I love you guys too. Thank and, you. Um, I appreciate uh, that. And we'll we'll catch you on the flip side. Right. Peace.